1: right. That's the theme music for this new segment, this new, ep- new season of our show.
0: Mini-series.
1: Mini-series.
0: Within a larger Ad- series.
1: Adjacent series to the main... Concurrent. The main I only like you in movies. This is called Something From Before You. Welcome. My, my name's Lonnie. I'm here with my girlfriend, Sine.
0: Hello. Take a seat.
1: I haven't actually picked the theme music yet, but I'll find something. I'm
0: excited to see what you find then.
1: (laughs) This is a new series we're doing where we are watching a film or television series or episodes of a television series of something from before us, before we were us as a couple. Oh, don't say
0: before. Yeah, don't say before us because it's like before 1992.
1: I was getting to that, yes. (laughs) From before we were a couple, something that, movie that i really liked or you really liked that Mm. you just haven't got around to showing the other person and it's something that i haven't seen or you haven't seen
0: can i paint the audience a beautiful picture
1: it's an audio format but we can try
0: an audio picture right imagine a little siné growing up loving films she loves them she can't get enough of them she used to be the family's imdb before imdb was really a thing and before the internet was really a thing i knew who was who in movies that was my claim to fame picture also in a different city a little lonnie growing up same thing bloody love films we both studied film and tv at high school we so individually are walking down little paths and then eventually bam we're together two people who love film who have seen lots of movies haven't seen them all together and that's what this series is (laughs)
1: So, what are some things that you might show me in the future for this series?
0: Well, I would really like to show you some Grey's Anatomy.
1: I've seen some Grey's Anatomy, but...
0: You haven't seen the I, proper episodes I, of Grey's
1: Anatomy. Okay, apparently not. Yep.
0: Um, I would like to show you lots of rom-coms mm-hmm. that you so, may have missed.
1: You have done this before. We've done this before, kind of, but we're doing this as a dedicated series and we're bringing our thoughts to you, the, the viewer slash listener.
0: Correct. I'm most excited to show you some Disney films that you may have missed during your childhood. Don't know what was going on there. And show you the true beauty of a princess film. The thing is we have big DVD shelves in our unit. It's probably like the only thing that we spend money on that we collect. And there's lots of films in there. When we merged our collection, which is a big deal to merge a DVD collection with somebody, same as merging your books with somebody, There's lots of movies in there that I've never seen. I really want to see Brick. I really want you to show me Brick. You want to show me Jonathan Creek.
1: Yeah. Kick-ass, you need to see. Uh, Because you saw the second kick-ass with me. I did. Which, if I remember correctly, I was happy to go see it by myself, but you sort of wanted to come along. I was like, oh, okay then.
0: Oh, sue me for being your girlfriend and wanting to hang out with you.
1: Well, disappointing because the movie was really bad.
0: It was, actually. First one, I should have stayed home.
1: First one is great. (laughs)
0: So these films are going to be a bit older, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Not super old, but like...
1: It's something that was important to me or important to you yeah, before we were together. That but, we want to share. Yeah, exactly. Now, you might have noticed, keen listener, that Hell High Water only came out a year or two ago and Sine and I had been together in that time. However, we've been a bit sneaky. I saw this line without Sine. I saw it with a friend of the show... Ben.
0: Shout out to you, Ben.
1: And, <laughs> and, up and I was looking after my parents' house when Sine wasn't there. And you weren't so keen on this movie, and so you are like, go see it with Ben then, and I did. We loved it.
0: In my defence, it's a Western, not my fave genre. Also, I thought it was going to be really violent. Also, that, that's that, 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 there are two reasons. You weren't so
1: keen on it, and that's fine. However, at the moment you're doing an assignment about westerns and you had to watch a sort of recent western. I did. So that sort of gave us the impetus for this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I know a good western from mm. a couple of years ago. Mm. be perfect for you. So it's, tell- called, it's called Hella High Water. <laughs>
0: Have you heard of it? <laughs> so tell me about your, like, initial thoughts from viewing this film back when you saw it first.
1: I liked it. I thought it was bloody great. I'm gonna get into spoilers here, so don't worry if you you come this far. It is amazing. The First scene, that shot that goes around. Oh, that was cool. How, how cool that is was that? Cool. Literally every scene is good yeah, in this it's movie. Beautiful. I like how every character feels like a character, feels like a real person. Mm-hmm. There's no one in there who was just there to give exposition or to no. move the plot forward in some way. Every little character has something for them. Yeah. From the Girl, the diner, from the the pers- the first person they rob in the bank.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One detail I kind of I probably recognize it, but a couple of years ago, but it was interesting how she had a little wrist guard on.
0: I saw that. Like, yeah, what a great
1: little detail,
0: right? It's and such a great And it tells you so much about that this character. character and
1: this world we're in. We're in a poor part, post GFC America, mm-hmm. and we're in parts of Texas that are being left behind, mm-hmm. and the banks are the ones doing it, and they're the ones getting. Robbed here, mm-hmm. really cool.
0: Mm-hmm. So all I knew about the film is that it was a western, and that it had Chris Pine.
1: And look, that's enough for most people.
0: <laughs> so that opening scene you're talking about, where it's the pivoting scene, which mm. is so beautiful, when she walks into the bank and
1: they just appear, and they
0: just appear, I was shocked. Like, I was worried I was making too many noises throughout this film. But I was just, like, didn't expect any of the stuff to happen. I was like, ooh, ah!
1: And they don't appear with, like, a big music cue. They just appear. Because that's how they would in real life. Right. Uh, Jack Bridges is great. Yeah. I love seeing both sides of the story. See the cops and the robbers Robbers. in this case. Mm -hmm. And, like, Chris Pine, obviously, he and Ben Foster are doing bad stuff. They're Mm. Robbing people, killing people, but for good reasons, Mm -hmm. and you can kind of see why they're doing it. I particularly love at the end uh, Chris Pine's talk about poverty being a disease from generation to generation, and his sons aren't going to do it. And you can totally see this. It also is up against the bank, and who's Mm -hmm. like worried about banks? You know, he's he's, he doesn't want to kill anybody. He's robbing the bank to pay back the bank, yeah, who who you know in some ways have robbed him and his family.
0: Victimless crime. So yeah, you can.
1: Well, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> you can kind of see where he's coming from. But also, like, he's robbing people and he's killing people. That's not good. Yeah. On the same side of the coin, different side of the coin, perhaps, Jeff Bridges is Jeff Bridges. So you kind of like him already when he appears on screen. And he's a ranger. He's, like, a cop. He's, like, all, he's doing the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's finding the criminal. That's cool. You he like people do that. But he's so racist and he's so mean to his friend. He's
0: an awful character, yeah. And...
1: Like, he's doing the right thing and, you know, enforcing the law, but he's an arsehole as he's doing it. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't realise it until his friend gets killed and he spends the whole movie being mean to his mate. Mm-hmm. And so, at the end, when they come together, are like, well, oh, who's actually good here?
0: That's the thing. It blurs the lines between good and evil, doesn't it? I think, I don't think I was as enamoured with this as you were, just because I have a sort of... I'm quite reticent to this genre. I don't know why. It's just I've always associated Westerns with really boring, slow films. Um, This is a little bit slow in parts, but it's not boring. Um, So it's hard for me to get over that initial sort of hesitation when it comes to watching a Western. But this is such intelligent filmmaking. Like what you said about the details of the characters, there's a shot where Jeff Bridges is sate out at the restaurant pub thing, mm-hmm. and he's looking over the at the cross section the bank that's on the corner.
1: What a great setting that, which whole, is
0: beautiful. Whole town, and the yeah. woman who just served him at the place that he was eating leaves for the day, but she doesn't just leave for the day and get in her car. She's got like a walking stick, and she looks before she crosses the road, and she's just walking across mm-hmm. the street
1: like a real person, would. like
0: a real person would. And it's not done for effect. It's not done so that she's in the background. And she gets hit by a car or something, which is that framing would normally suggest something like that. It just has such strong attention to detail about treating their its characters as like real people. I'll go back to your example of the woman in the diner. She could have very easily been portrayed as a ditzy airhead woman who works in the diner her whole life, mm-hmm. and to an extent, she is in that first interaction with him. She gives him an out and says, we're looking for a chef, but that's kind of it. And I wasn't expecting her to come back, but then when she comes back and she's like, you're not taking my money from me, I don't know, that that scene wouldn't have been in 90% of films mm-hmm. made like this, but no. this one does.
1: I'm like, yeah, She's like, I didn't rob anyone. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you don't know these guys did. It's not evidence really for you. Let me have it. Uh, and you notice in that bit where she's, um, talking to Chris Pine in the background. You can see Ben Foster robbing the place or going in to rob the place.
0: I didn't notice, you didn't that. notice that. No. I'll have if to watch can... it again. Yeah. I'll probably have to watch it again for my assignment, but
1: You can see the I think the the camera pushes in in yeah. the background. You see him pulling his his ski mask on and going in there.
0: Right, right. It's
1: cool. I love when he runs and you like start the car start <laughs> and the money's flying everywhere. <laughs> and I really like the one thing is that there's not many female characters and that is a problem with all Westerns, mm-hmm. but the female characters in this movie are all wonderful and how how simply and how interesting is the his ex-wife, Chris Pine's ex-wife, yeah. when he comes in and says, you know, don't worry about money, there's going to be a trust for you and she's like, oh, great, another thing for me to work out. You can just tell their relationship from those few interactions. It's really
0: clever writing, like her saying good riddance, no offence to the mum dying.
1: Yeah. He tells tell. you
0: so much in that subtext, mm-hmm. you know, like what their relationship was like before she died. She still cares for her ex-husband because she's worried about offending him. And you it's, know. Not, it's
1: not like in some movies she would be like the bitch yeah. ex-wife who he hates. Who he and just it, has
0: to pay off. She's always harassing yeah. him about child support or and something.
1: He, he wants to pay child support and he knows he's been sort of he knows he's been a bad dad. been able to and he's yeah. been a bad person. Yeah. In some ways. Yeah. yeah. Did.
0: I found it really interesting, the parts of this film that were very specific to American culture. Mm-hmm. For example, the fact that everybody's got a gun on them. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> weird. The same where but they... Like, of
1: course, in, in some parts right? of America. Yeah. But it was
0: really, I don't know, interestingly done. Like, of course, there's a hero in the final bank robbery who wants to get up and take them out, and he ends up dying. Of course he does, because, you know... That's yeah. what happens in those doesn't, situations. not shy
1: away from showing how that would actually no. <laughs> no and takes... then when they yeah. all
0: like get a convoy ready to chase him down the highways, <laughs> all these guys in these youths with these guns,
1: yeah, but out in bloody
0: Texas,
1: yeah.
0: And the scene where he pull where What's his name?
1: It's Tanner in the film, but it's Ben Foster as the actor.
0: Ben Foster pulls over and gets his bloody AK forty seven and starts just. Yeah. shooting them. It was really I mean, interestingly shot. I really not, liked that.
1: I wouldn't say brave then, were they?
0: No. I think something this film does, and I think I only picked up on it because I was sort of reading about it this week, mm. is how well it uses the widescreen frame. Mm-hmm. So in, It uses every part of the frame. It does. In, every scene. Yeah. in Rebel Without a Cause, which we've seen, Um. It's really great at playing, like, using the whole space, using foreground and background on different sides Mm -hmm. of the screen. I feel like this one is too. Mm -hmm. In that sequence, they pull over to the left of frame quite in the foreground. He gets the gun, goes around, but in the distance, the cars are coming towards him. And it's just Mm -hmm. there are so many beautifully framed shots in this Mm -hmm. film. They weren't just doing... I don't think there was ever a time in this film where they just went, oh, well, let's just do an easy mid shot here. Mm-hmm. Like even in that scene at the diner that you said, it could have been mm-hmm. an easy over the shoulder two shot mm-hmm. that is that was... done all the time. But they found a way to make that different. You know, mm-hmm. they found a way to make that more interesting and using the camera and lighting and all of the sort of mm-hmm. elements of film technology to tell their story mm-hmm. not rather than just relying on the story itself. Mm-hmm. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
1: Yeah, there's so much going on in this movie. And you can see why it was, I think it was nominated for some Oscars and yeah. so it did quite well critically. But I, I kind of feel like maybe what you are saying before about, you know, aren't as popular these days and people mm. don't go to them because they think they're boring. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's fair enough opinion for some of them out there. But I wonder if that's, some people haven't seen this one because of those reasons and missing out on something really cool.
0: They are. And I w- like mm. that was why I didn't, you yeah. know, and I would have missed out on this film otherwise. But if it wasn't for you saying how much you enjoyed it and it would be great for your assignment. Mm. Um, I'm interested to know, did your opinion of the film change watching it this time compared to when you watched it originally?
1: I liked it just as much, if not more.
0: Did you pick up on more things?
1: Yeah, I was just thinking one thing just then is that the whole thing is about decay and about how this part of the world and this part of America isn't working out. Mm-hmm. I think they hinted at that with that particularly is when Alberto talks about how his people, the Native Americans, were taken from mm-hmm. the country, mm-hmm. and that it's going to be now it's his people, now it's Jeff Bridges' people being taken from the banks, yeah. and taking them away. Yeah, when he
0: says it was these people's grandparents or yeah. great grandparents who did this, now and now it's, it's
1: them. I thought that was really cool, and like even like. Every frame shows you that this world isn't working out for these people. Mm-hmm. Most specifically, or most emphatically in the scene where literal fire is yeah. destroying this land yeah. and other areas where the, the farm is going to waste. Mm-hmm. And the only, like the, the cows are too skinny, no, yeah. s- no steaks out there, he said. Yeah. Um, showing that this little shouldn't be here. The only like bright and happy place in the whole movie is the casino.
0: Yeah, and yeah. even
1: in there, he has a fight with the Comanche the guy playing poker. Right, because how it's, politically yeah
0: potent is that about mm-hmm. the whole reservation casino thing that's going mm-hmm. on? And I, I really liked that the film didn't shy away from that stuff. It really included the difficulties of the Native Americans. Like, even in the scene in the hotel room with Jeff Bridges and his partner, where the partner just wants to watch something on TV, right? it's in his room and he <laughs> wants to watch something on TV. Yeah. And because Jeff Bridges doesn't like it, he comes in, demands, he changes his channel, insults him, he's racist, I, like he's racist towards him.
1: I love how he's that thing about we should be out, shouldn't you be out drinking uh, Oh yeah. and doing a dance and stuff? And he's yeah. like, I'm Catholic. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just so, Oh, I don't know, it was really, in- I liked that the film showed that kind of stuff. I feel like it had like, why, mm-hmm. It's widely acknowledged that that topic has not been explored in Westerns. Yeah. The Native Americans were always the bad guys who needed to be conquered so that the white people could claim this land that they mm-hmm. felt entitled to. And I really liked that it was included in this film and that they were represented in this film, but it wasn't done in a way that seemed...
1: That wasn't preachy and it wasn't in a...
0: No, it was just this is the reality of the situation. Mm, that's cool. You know? And I think it really captured how hard life is out in the West. Mm-hmm. You know, like these people, especially your favourite character, the woman in the restaurant who says, what don't you want? Here's your choice. You get steak and potatoes yeah. and you either don't want beans or you don't want corn. That's all I'm making for you. <laughs> and you just know like...
1: <laughs> she needs a off.
0: She does. She was incredible. <laughs> all of these characters are so tough. Like if yeah. you met them in real life, like they would be able to survive through anything. They have had more hardship than Mm -hmm. any person living in a city Mm -hmm. would know. And
1: those four guys in the diner who who Jeffrey just talks to Mm -hmm. who don't seem particularly upset that the bank's getting robbed. No. It's a bit of entertainment for them.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: Back to my point about the environment, this decay, and the only thing they can get out of it, and is perhaps the reason why the world is decaying, is the oil. Yeah. And that's the only salvation for these characters is to get the money for the bank, and now it's the so they can drill for oil on this land. I don't think the environment is is, uh, very happy with them.
0: No, it was interesting about that they were, even though they'd found this new way of, like, surviving, it's still backwards in terms of, like, development. So because they're in the country and they found this new thing, they're still three steps behind people in the city or people perhaps with more of an education or... What do you mean? I mean, like, now we know oil is bad, but they didn't. Mm. They weren't concerned with that because oil for them was sort of a reprieve, a way out of this destitute lifestyle. It's,
1: it's, a, it's an escape. Yeah. yeah. In the end, who do you who do you side with? Do you side with Chris Pine or do you side with Jeff Bridges?
0: I don't know. That sequence at the end is so interesting. When they're like, "Why don't you come over?" Knowing that that's going to be a yeah, you know we'll continue, only one person is going to we'll leave continue that Continue this
1: conversation, but they both would. Rather die, I think. Jeff Bridges didn't want to retire.
0: No, no. And it's interesting that they commented on that, are you just trying to stretch the case out for longer? Mm. But then he was able to be the hero because he did shoot the brother in the end, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. I, I like know. how he was
1: replaced by a woman as well. who seemed much more competent than him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another yeah. great female character in the movie. She was, Of yeah. like three.
0: Mm-hmm. I was so surprised that his partner died, like, That sequence for me was equivalent to watching... I'm going to get some shit for this. It was equivalent to me for watching Saving Private Ryan for the first time, and that famous opening sequence on the beach. I'm not really spoiling anything to say. There are characters who speak and you're like... It's the first sequence of the film and you're like, oh, okay, you're going to be a main character. And then immediately they get shot in the head. It was so so unexpected in that situation and this was really unexpected in this film. He he was the boss the whole time, like he was there the whole time and and he was going to survive along with Jeff Bridges because that's their job and their job was they were going to catch the baddies but then mid-conversation he gets shot and it just totally took me by surprise. I did not see that coming. Side note, there was a little bit too much blood and guts in this for me. I had to look away at certain bits Um, but I understand why. I don't think it was gratuitous at all. It was just a bit too much for me personally. Because realistically, if you get shot in the head, some of your brains will come out, you know.
1: I think if you go back and watch the movie again, like I did, you'll, there's a scene where they are driving the car together where Jeff Bridges talks about how he doesn't know what he's going to do when he retired, he'd rather go out in a blaze of glory. Mm-hmm. And Alberto talks about how he plans to retire and fish with his wife. Yeah. So.
0: Alberto. A bit of, <laughs>
1: a bit of foreshadowing there, perhaps.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, a bit of guts bit of and stuff, but I didn't mind it. My shocking part, like the head, the brains, yeah, that's bad, but when uh, Chris Pine comes out and shoves a guy's head in the car the car door.
0: Oh, that was so in, <laughs> that's when I made some noises. I was like, holy yeah. shit, I did not expect that to happen. And,
1: and that is a window into him. Yeah. And how he's not that different from his brother, really.
0: No, thinks he is, but he's not. I, I really liked the brother character because I feel like, was hinted at. He didn't have a great relationship with his mum. He shot the stepfather or the dad who was beating him up all the time. That's how mm-hmm. he went to jail. And he he's recently gotten out but seemingly with no wants to go back. intention to reform, is there? And when um, he shoots the other guy in the bank heist, I think they kind of know then that that's, he, he well, knows he can't go back from that. The
1: whole time he's pushing the limits, isn't he?
0: He's a clearly messed up guy.
1: Chris Pine came to him with this plan, and he's like, "Oh, good,
0: something for me to do, something
1: violent for me to do." Yeah, hopefully.
0: Yeah, I I think Jeff Bridges says that in the final um, speech on the porch of the house. He's like, "I know why your brother did it because he liked it. He liked killing people and he liked robbing banks, but I can't figure out why you did it." Mm -hmm. You know, um. Yeah, I just I really think this film. The more times you watch it, and I'm going to have to watch it probably several times for this assignment. I'm going to get more out of it because even bits that you've just said now that I've missed, Mm. I want to go back and see now. And I want to kind of, this film is so clever because there's so much going on under the surface. There's so much Mm. subtext in everything the characters say, in what is shown in the frame, in the direction of the actors. There are so many little hints here and there. And I kind of want to watch it again to just go, okay, that, relates to that that I didn't see happening, you know. Um, I'm really glad that you showed this to me. I really, really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, it's it's a great movie. Do you get chills in the last scene where they're on the porch together just before the ex-wife turns up and they're just staring each other down?
0: Yeah, and then the wife turns up and you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) But there's like, I don't
1: know how long it is, 30 seconds of shots just between them and their faces and they're both inching towards Mm -hmm. their guns.
0: And that's very slow like, and, you and know, it's building and there's no music. And you and can it's... just
1: tell it's going on inside their heads. That is just yeah, great filmmaking. I it remember.
0: is, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's an interesting film as well to be a modern Western because, yes, it's cops and robbers and, yes, it's set in Texas, but the modern themes that it looks at, like the GFC, like mm-hmm. talking about politics in terms of Banks, the Native Americans, debt, debt yeah. that kind of stuff. I don't know. For me, it was less a Western and more of just a realistic drama set in the West, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, there's not enough movies about poor people.
0: No, no. We saw
1: that recently, like, I think it was in Love, Simon, how, Mm -hmm. like, he's just a regular dude. That's right, yeah. And his his room is bigger (laughs) than most people's houses
0: the size of three bedrooms that we had growing up. I don't
1: understand why, because when you're watching a movie, it's escapist and all yeah. that. But not everyone has a life like that.
0: Well, I guess some movies are there to escape and some movies are there to make you think and mm-hmm. some okay. are there to reflect. And
1: Hello high water is there to be bloody great.
0: Reminded me of um, Three Billboards outside of Missouri. That it's focused on better. poor people. But I feel like where that threw the dart and missed the mark by a mile of how to realistically portray that... This one completely nailed it.
1: Yeah. Three Billboards didn't know if it was a farce or if it was a comedy or if it was realistic Correct. or.
0: But I mean, in it, terms... was good,
1: it was good in some parts. I liked some parts of it, but yeah. overall didn't come together yet. That...
0: In terms of representation of the West mm. and of poor people, though, yeah. Yeah. this one hit. It rang much more true for me than Three Bill... mm. Billboards did. But mm-hmm. anyway, very much liked it. I'm glad that we own it. Yeah. I had to go buy it for this assignment.
1: Well, why not? So, first one's a success of these movies from before you. I don't think they're, they're all gonna you. be.
0: I'm worried I'm gonna show you. I feel like you.
1: someone's will be. Didn't say who.
0: That is so mean! You're gonna love the films that I show you. Okay. When you see Sleeping Beauty, you'll a fi- A, you'll finally get my TISP teaspoons joke. And two I'll be able to have in-depth analytical discussions with you over pink over whether pink or blue is the correct choice for her dress. Okay. And I'm looking forward to this.
1: I've seen Maleficent. That
0: was It's not the same. How dare you? No. So next time it'll be me showing you something.
1: Oh what What am I gonna show you? Not sure when that'll be, but it'll be soon.
0: Yeah. Hope you enjoyed this new venture for the pod.
1: Yeah, we'll see you next time. And now some cool, like, outro music. This new, ooh, I'm really
0: worried about your choice of music. <laughs> like, ooh, it's going to be it's... good. Will it? It's going to be good. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.